This is the Neds NRL Punting Podcast with Jarrell Yao Yi, Oscar Panifex, Liam Fogarty, and Jared Timms. We have arrived at the penultimate round of the NRL regular season and episode 26, season two of the Neds NRL Punting Podcast. My name is Jared Timms. Sitting at this table, one of our clubs has been eliminated. One is on the verge Uh of elimination. (laughs) And the final one also won't win a premiership this season, so who really cares? They won't remember any any of them. It doesn't make any sense what you've just said. Welcome, Charlie Yee. How are you? It's good to be back. I love this time of the week. Love getting uh, with you guys and uh, talking all things rugby league. And there's a lot to cover this week, isn't there? Boy, there is a lot to cover Mm. this week. And Mm -hmm. let's... Bring him in for the first time today, Oscar Panifex from Rugby League Writers. We're going to be talking to you an awful lot today. Uh, yeah, well, g'day, boy. Actually, no, not g'day. I'll say kia ora, my bros. Yeah. <laughs> because up the waz, bunnies are out of the eight, so I'm getting on the Warriors oh bandwagon. Let's go, God. baby. Let's go. That is so easy to do. <laughs> We're just warming up for Liam Fogarty's return next week by having another turncoat set the table. Here. Happy to do it. Absolutely outstanding. Now we are missing a fourth this week mm. because the AFL podcast have mm. just completely shat the bed and they've decided to record at exactly the same time as That's us. That's all right. I do my best work place. in a threesome anyway. So well, let's, uh... <laughs> Very good. Soon to find out. I've said that. Shows you what a great bloke Ryan is, though. He's still done us up a copy of The Offload, so the three nice. of us will fumble our way well, through Well, it just that. really shows that he, where he wants to be. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Priorities, very clear. It's right like here. going to parole being in, um, you know, in the, in the AFL punting, punting podcast. <laughs> like, you got to turn up every week. You don't want to, <laughs> but i got to go. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's get stuck into it and let's just rip off the band-aid yep. here. Oscar, South Sydney, what is going on? Done. Mm. I'd love to hear your guys' opinions. Yeah, I think they're done. I think wow. they're done. I mean, yeah, obviously there's a chance that they turn it around and beat the Roosters in round 27, but I mean, I've sat on this podcast this year and talked about the Sharks being done, about the Dragons being mm. done, the Titans being done, so I think it's only fair that I take my licks and if this wasn't my team, I'd be looking from the outside in and saying they were done too. Interesting. Okay, mm. very, very, very interesting. I don't know where I was going to go with that. <laughs> what I was going to say is they've got the bye this week, then yep. they play the Roosters the following week. Yes. Is it uh, North Queensland that are the bigger concern here? They play the Finns this week, and then if they win the following week and South lose, that's how it works, right? Yeah, I think if Cowboys win their last two games, they might leapfrog both Rabbitohs and Roosters yeah. and sneak into eighth, but they do have Penrith next week. Um, and, I mean, we've seen Penrith clean up sides even when they've rested half their squad yeah. as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Penrith um, rest a few of their key players in round 27. Um, I still think they probably should get Cowboys, though. It is difficult for the Roosters, though, isn't it? They've got a massive, mm. like, uh, for and against. Yes. They're, they're massive yeah. against, don't they? Yeah. yeah, I think we haven't seen a side be uh, minus 100 ever make the eight before. Really? So, is that what they're working with? Yeah, I think over minus 100. While, which is interesting. Yeah, for a long time it would be. If the Raiders you, have minus one, 108 right well, now. Well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, that's what I was just about to talk mm. about because, yeah, the Raiders are up in the in the uh, top five at the moment and they are um, they are 108, which is pretty crazy. Just back on the south for a second. Yep. It sort of started to spiral out of control when Trell sort of had that injury in camp in, in yep. Origin Camp, in, in Origin Camp 1. Yes. Um, you know, thinking back and in hindsight, it's a beautiful thing, but do you reckon, you know, even sending him to those camps might have 
probably, you know, did it worse off. It's because it's really put a bit of a damper on their season because mm. it's interrupted a lot of what, you know, their um, – I think we even spoke about it at one stage, you know, it's it interrupted a lot of New South Wales yep. um, plans through, yeah. throughout the series as well. Yes. Um, and I know he's a big-time player. We're like, I know he's a big player. Mm. I won't say he's a big-time player at the moment because, yes. we, you know, we're not, we're not seeing <laughs> a lot of that. He can be a big-time player. He can be, yeah. and he yes. probably will be. You know, yeah. he's got a lot, lot of career left, but um, – you know, would it be would it have been better for them and New South Wales uh, and the Rabbits if they just, you know, just went, you know, we just need to get you right. We're yeah. not even going to worry about thinking about having you week in and week out. Maybe they would have went somewhere more important because I felt like, I mean, as a Rabbit fan, you could probably speak on this, but you just felt like you were always waiting for yes. him to come back. Yeah, how yeah, many times have we talked like, about on this yeah. body yeah. about Trelmy coming back in and then he was ruled out for another few weeks? Yeah, I think that definitely hurt. Um, South's had other injuries at the same time. Campbell Graham's been needling a sternum since about yeah. round 10, and it was quite obvious that he's not physically 100%. No. Um, the way that Brabham Best and Caelan Ponga tore through him last week. And then, yeah, I think the forward pack, um, South have been decimated this year. Every team deals with injuries, so it's not an excuse, but... Um, you know, Jai Arrow, Junior Totola, Harme Sele, Tom Burgess, they've none of them have played um, you know, consistent regular yeah. first grade this year. And you look at the numbers last week, I mean, it's only one game and numbers only say so much, but Cameron Murray was the only South Sydney forward to run for over hundred metres last week. Wow. Will, we, will this be the first time in many, many years if they, they don't make the eight, eight they'll yeah. miss the eight. As like, long as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, maybe the year after was it after the grant? Was it 15? 15? That we might have slumped a little I think bit. It might have been, maybe. I think it was 15 as well. But yeah, they're looking like it's it's it sucks to be in this position. I mean, you know, I mean, you know exactly what it's like. This is new I mean, territory for me. Yeah, but I mean, oh, you know, we've been there. The Broncos, you know, yeah. for the last couple of years before before this year and last year. So we understand. I get it. Um, I suppose the other situation with. What did you think of the situation with um, Latrell over the weekend and how that went? What What are your thoughts on that? A couple of key penalties that he gave away that led mm. to Knight's tries, and then obviously. Well, we'll talk about the main one. Yeah, the you, obviously. What the do you bidding. think? The one that's going to one that's going to sit him out for one week. What What are your takes on it? Because I've got a take on it. Well, you go, Oscar. Yeah, I think it's a shit look. Yeah. It was clearly a deliberate dog act from a frustrated guy in a losing is team. Is that what it is? Is a frustration? That's what I was going to ask. That's how I see he's it. done yeah. that against his New South Wales teammate as yeah. well and reportedly a bloke that he's actually friends with. Yeah. I love him. I, I do love him. I love everything about him and I love what he does. Um, I'm going to say something very con- controversial. Bring it on. I don't think he should have got a week. I think he should have yeah. got a fine. Yeah, do you reckon? Yeah, I think he should have got a fine because we go back and look at other things that happen out throughout the year. Yeah, I know you're going to like me for this, but no, I, no. I actually, I'm, I actually don't think he should have got a week. Okay, I, I, I don't like sometimes how he attacks a game and what he does, but I also love more things about him that he does. And yes, as you could see, it looked like he was tiny a bit of intent by it, mm. but nothing came about it. Yeah. Like it was, it probably hit his back more than anything. Yep, and. You've got it. You've obviously got to hit these things, nip these things in the bud. Um, but yeah, I think it should have been a fine. I don't think he should have missed a game. I mean, it's what's one game? I mean, we, there's probably been many situations yeah. we've seen throughout, throughout the year that should have been weeks, but boys have got fined. So is it just because he's Latrell Mitchell that he got that? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I've seen comparisons on social media drawn between the Jerome Luai shoulder charge into Big Nelson's face yep. a couple of weeks ago, yep. and he got eighteen hundred dollar fine or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Um, and then there is like we are we. We will probably say it is Latrell. That's what that's the reason. What I, yeah. Yeah. But he's, you know, it's not his first offence, mm. you know, in this situation where... Um, it's it's his, his first offence this year in that uh, category. Yeah, of, yeah. Of, 
But we know we know that he loves to get a little bit um, down and dirty. Yep. So that's probably where they get this from, yep. you know. And but I look like I said, there's a lot of punters are probably going to like me saying that. But um, you know, I hate. I, I hate when I, you know, people play him. I don't like playing against him. I, mm. I, he's a competitor. I actually don't think it was terrible. I think he should have got a fine, and I think he should have played on, which would have been great for the Rabbitohs fans because then he gets to come back, um, not next week, this week, but the week after, and yep. try and play have a bit more roosters. against the Roosters because that's where we want to see him play. Yep. Yeah. And I think sometimes we've got to take that to an account, the NRL. Mm. Like, yeah, he's the he's one of the biggest stars in the game, and they're playing the biggest rival. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to see him. Miss that one. He's been around for a long time. He needs to figure out how to deal with yeah. emotions in a yeah. moment. He's yeah. too big of a player. He's too mm. pivotal to South yep. to be doing things and like he's this, too big giving of a away penalties he's and too being big of a role off. model as well. Absolutely. Like, um, fine or not fine, like he probably could have got three, that could have been a $3,000 fine. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been happy with that yeah. because it, it was obviously intent. It didn't get him the way he wanted to. Yeah. But you've got to go. Well, it's on report, and they go. Well, it's going to be a fine. I know. Then when he gets the fine, people will blow up about that. He shouldn't have got yeah, a week. Sure. <laughs> yeah. But there's 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 a lot of ways you could look at it. Sometimes he's a grub. Mm. But I love how he plays again. Like I, just, I love. I, I want him in my side. Yeah. A guy like him, I want him in my side. So absolutely, that's my piece on that. Mm. I, I agree. Now, Gerald, you and I have already spoken about this this week. Obviously, yep. we did ask how's the bitch shit on unpopular opinions. Yes, I no saw response that one. when I tagged you in that one yesterday. Didn't what you happened? Say, I, I posted I just, the, well, yeah, just a disappearing <laughs> thing. I want your opinion. <laughs> Why are they so shit? No. Anyway, I thought I'd bring back comments in response oh, this week. Beautiful. It's been a little while since we've yes. done that. Wade Ehrlich said they never were a contender. Oh, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Turn off your device, Wade, and go to bed. <laughs> Darren Wallace said they are gone. We tend to agree with well, that yeah. quite clearly. Yep. Michael Ansell said the eighth spot will come down to the Book of Feuds game, yes. which is outstanding. Yep. Just wanted to reference the Book of Feuds <laughs> there. Nice. Now, these last two I've put in oh, because they go. were just absolutely yeah. wild. The first one, Glenn Kirk said, Souths are poo emoji. Yep. Latrell, worst player in NRL history. Wow. Okay. And they are in all sorts. And That's... he's just written bye at the end of the comment. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, bye bye. Mike, we should have put a little emoji. Mike, <laughs> and then Bob Marriott. I don't know if he's um, he's mistaken Ned's for a media organisation, <laughs> but he said. Media faves, no one else's. You don't win comps, comps after eight rounds. You media scumbags know this, but you still push out your bullshit. He sounds like a boomer. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he sounds like a boomer. I wouldn't mind. I can't remember looking, but I wouldn't mind betting a Ford Falcon was his display picture <laughs> as well, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about your bunnies? No. Do no you, are you looking forward to the game in a couple of weeks? Do you oh, think, it's, yeah, you it's going to be a cracker. Yeah. I'm interested to see how the boys respond. With Latrell not on the field um, and the game on the end, there season the on the game line. on the line, you yeah, know season on the line. Yeah, you know? I like, think so. I wonder how they're going to respond to that because, you know, if they slip inside, you know, do you think do they do you think still they go far? Because I don't think so. Oh yeah, I, like I said before, I think there's the equal amount of chance that they'll turn it on in round twenty seven and win as mm. I think there is a chance that they can go deep into the finals. Like sure, there's a chance, but I mean, there's so many other good teams. On f- in great form right yeah. now, you'd be a very, very, um, you know, confident betting man if you were to back the bunnies from here. Yeah. Be interesting to see though, wouldn't it? Because there has been a couple of instances recently. Cronulla, I, yeah. I thought they were gone for all money. Yeah. Honestly, they look really good. And Knights, Knights obviously, yes. is a big one. What's yeah. doing? Yeah. What is doing? Like we said it last week, I it's, just it's the same. I reckon it's the same as um, the Cowboys. I reckon Origin has switched on mm. all of their players. I've never seen Bradman Best play so well. Honestly, maybe we have seen Bradman Best play so. 
well, but maybe he's just in the limelight at the moment yeah. because he has played maybe. Origin. Maybe. Because, yeah. because I mean, they Some talk... blokes feed off it as well. Yeah, I know that, but yeah. I'm just saying Freddie might have, you know, they've already obviously seen his stats and maybe his stats have always been the same and maybe he's been doing this all along, but we've never noticed. Yeah. Because who really watched Newcastle on a Sunday afternoon? That's true, yeah. Like, oh, without, yeah. without, yeah. without <laughs> yeah, sounding yeah. mean, but yeah. now we're, you know, they've gone seven on the trot. Mm. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think Melbourne were, uh, and Penrith are the only team that went nine or ten, ten in a row. Eleven, yeah. maybe? Penrith? Yeah, maybe they were eleven. Ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think Adam O'Brien's just got most, if not all, of that roster playing club, to the, like, to yeah, their potential. To their potential. Like, yeah. you look at Phoenix Crossland, with all due respect, he's a reserve grade halfback at the start of this year. Yeah. He's now comfortably a serviceable, if not like quite a competent dummy half. Yeah. Like he's playing yeah. 80 minutes. His service is good. That little grubber kick he put in for Saifidi last week against um, against South. Yes. Yep. Like that's great footy. If Cameron Smith or Harry Grant did that, we'd be talking about it here for five minutes. Maybe they've just opened the book and just he's just gone, just just let them go. Yeah. You know, and with, at the start of the year, we were talking about Caelan Ponga playing in the halves. Yeah. Like... And, and not playing that well there. Like, you know, but he, now he's playing fullback, chiming in as a half. Yep. He gets the best of both worlds. We get to see one of the best fullbacks do his thing. And it's – I'm actually nervous making them making the final. They're exciting to watch. They're, they're, that's exactly what they are at the moment. Yep. They're exciting yeah. football to watch. I, I purposely tuned in over the weekend. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know, I never would watch the Knights. Mm. Yeah. But I, I wanted to watch them over the weekend because they play an expansive footy mm. and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. Adam O'Brien, coach of the season, you reckon, Oscar? No. <laughs> we were three, four weeks ago, we were talking about him getting oh, no. the arse. I'm pretty sure we both said at the start of the yeah, season, an unpopular did. opinion, his first goal. I did say that he would be for – and in my defence last year, the year before, I did get it right. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah. And I'm happy to cop it on the chin because I did say at the start of the year, I don't like doing this segment. True. I don't like seeing yeah. coaches get the arse. You take an each way bet with all of those. I don't <laughs> like doing No, those. but I don't. I don't I like – I love doing it. That's why you're here, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're here, all right? <laughs> all right, guys, let's move on to the Seagulls. I've got a couple of things that I need mm-hmm. to point out, I think, here this week. Chest, of course, mate. the season Just is done for us. Is so. it a safe space? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Let's start, though, with Charles Nickel Clockstad's dog shot in the air on Ruben Kelly. All right, it's not a dog shot. <laughs> not a dog shot, but over it's not the, the right call. It's not the right call. No. It's not the right call. I had a, a lot of family over on the weekend, and um, unfortunately, I didn't see that game, but I seen what you boys put up on the... So I mean, Immediately went and did my research and I was like, holy hell, cannot believe that didn't get to be given a penalty. Yeah. And not because I like you, just because I <laughs> like rugby league. I, be clear here. <laughs> not because I like you. I actually thought, how the hell did they not call that a penalty? Yeah. It's in a day, he's in a dangerous, completely dangerous. They don't need to change the rule. We get it. Everyone gets when the ball bounces at the, you know, you can't compete like that in the air and take. But he's he's completely taken someone's legs out. Yeah. If if Ruben Garrick could be stretched at all, it's a penalty. Yeah. Because they probably changed their mind mid, you know, mid moment. Yeah. But you know what? He got up and he played on. Yeah. Like now he's going to miss this week because he's got back problems. He's he's confirmed this afternoon. Yeah. Fractured back. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. I just don't understand. I'm. I'm not sure how. As a referee, like I love this game, but some some weeks they just 
ruin it. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> and all the yeah, true, But man. they they do. They ruin it. And I never sets every year. Oh, like, my, um, like, I just never – and I don't like going to rest because it's, it's a very hard job to do. Yeah. I get it. And we don't have a lot of them in the game. Yeah. But that was a terrible call. And it's Manly's season on the line, Yeah. you know, for them to make the eight. And, you know, they've got a guy who, you know, we're about to talk about who's on a lot of money playing in that position, in a halves position, mm. probably shouldn't be. And it's – it's a, I think for Anthony Seabold, it's a tough – for him to be in the first season and try and change something there, it's yeah. it's hard to do as a coach as well. Yeah. And those players are – they've been given a couple of bad calls, Manly have, over the last couple of weeks. You know, we, we talk about the week before with Penrith and the, the knock-on. That could have changed the game yes. as well. This one, you know, they, they, they missed that last week as well. Yeah. Like it's – they probably comfortably. They're probably in the fight, closer to the fight for the eight if they don't make have these bad calls against sure. them. So, yeah, and like I said, I'm not saying it's because I like it, but no. I, I think it's a, it's a terrible call. I think it's in the heat of the moment. You're in New Zealand. You got the crowd behind you. It's it's a tough call to make, but he needs to make that. That's why these refs get put in those positions. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to that bloke that you just touched on there as well. Josh Schuster, of course, he signed a big money extension to stay at the Seagulls earlier this season, but he's been sensationally dropped for the round at 26 sites. Just love your first thoughts on this, Oscar. Yeah, I mean, uh, if I was a Manly fan, I would be screaming into my pillow right now. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think I should be, though? Well, I mean... Where's the pillow, actually? (laughs) (laughs) I I just don't understand how in such a short span of time you can go from Mm. extending a guy for 850k to dropping him to reserve grade when... And I haven't seen every minute of him play over the last month, but from what I've seen, he's not playing you know, that much worse or better four weeks ago than he is now. Like, it seems to be a lot of the same for Josh. And I'm just surprised that if they were willing to take a punt on him a month ago, what's changed now? A lot of the blow-up that I have read over the last couple of days is, oh, he did absolutely nothing in that game against the Warriors. Let's Mm. face it, he he got 20 minutes. We're now in a position where we're not fighting for anything, and we've got him on this enormous contract. Why aren't you just giving him minutes in the position that he's going to play next year? Well, I'm going to say, I'm just going to look from a coach's perspective, it's going to probably send him a message. Okay, so well, that was what I was going to ask next. Is it because he is just not? He's got a bit of the Latrells about him, yeah. you know. He's just not really turning. Yeah, up. I he's think it might be. Maybe it might be deeper. Maybe he's not listening to what they're giving him to him at training. Maybe they're not, you know. Um, and I don't like going down this, you know, route. But is he eating the right food? Is he losing the weight that they want him to? Is he mm. coming every day yeah. uh, at the right weight? Is his skinny's dropping? Uh, you know, that's that's that stuff. And if you're in season, like you, that stuff gets managed. I'm not saying that's what's happened, but you've got to understand. There's got to be more to it because yeah. I don't think, like, knowing Seebs as well, I don't think he because he's given all the like. Why would he drop him now? You're right, but yeah. I think it's a I think it's a send a message, you know, to to him to say it must be because it has to. No other reason. Because they're not. Well, I mean, what are they going to try and palm him off? Like you, you know, yeah. do you, do you so I, resign him six weeks? Well, ago. I mean, it's not. It's not a. It's not a bad. It's not a bad cue because I mean, if he's on eight hundred and fifty, they the only reason they give him that is to stay. Mm. So then they have to try and palm him off because he's because he's not performing at the the rate. And in this day and age, you can. It will happen. Yeah, I think it's. I get angry about it because when clubs want players gone, it's yeah, they're gone skis. But yeah. when the player wants to go, yeah, they they, they stand their ground. Yeah. So it's it's a bit of double standards again. We, we I mean the Ben Hunt situation at the yeah. start of the year. Um, so I think it's a message. It's I think it's a, at the moment it's a message. Do we see him? 
you know, would you still like him to be a manly? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. honestly, since he's... Re- I mean, I know I asked the question mm. quite a lot earlier in the season, but yeah. I think the potential upside, and with someone like Brooks coming in to mm. take a bit of the pressure off, I mm. would like to see at least next year what he can do. Because yeah. he's clearly got talent more than most other players in the league. Well, I think he's going to be... something doing. I think he's going to be an $850,000 lock or a back rower. Yeah. So that's where it's going to well, be. Well, that's... Uh, yeah. Yep. And then with the, which is in this day and age is not... Yeah. It's not wrong yeah. because we've seen David Feeder sign for 1.2. You know, there's other players who are on close to 900,000 as well who play yeah, back row. Yeah, back, back row. Like, mm. he's obviously, when we've said this before, he's got some great ball skills about him and that's yeah. natural. But I think the thing that doesn't come natural to him <clears> and it's hard, and we did speak about this earlier in the year, organising teams, you know, yeah. um, remembering plays and what you've got to do, that stuff comes natural to halves. Yeah. And just, maybe it's just not natural enough for him to do that. So I think it's still a big plus if they keep him around because you've got a ball-playing back row, a lock that, that can do all those things that just doesn't have to have all the stuff in his head. And Manly have typically built their squad with a ball-playing back row yeah. as well. I yeah, definitely. Jack Trebojevic, Anthony Watmo Glenn before Stewart. him. Glenn I actually Stewart. Think's a, think it's better because the day and age that we've moved into, Jake Trebojevic is a, is a, is a fronty these yeah. days. Like, yeah. he tackles, he runs, yeah. he, he he gets quick play of the balls. Like, that's... That's, that's the guy you want, and you, you you need a big engine room, and Jake Travoyevich is that. So I think it's a message to okay. choose to saying, you know, you're not – you're not disposable. We can we can get rid of we can put you on the bench and sit you on the bench. No, yeah, we're not okay. gonna like it, but that's 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 where he sits at the moment. And because there's no games left, mm. they don't really care. They don't they, if they can't get in there now, they he's just gonna have to sit out the last year. Who wants to not play first grade for the last two mm. weeks and then have to go to Mad Monday with all your mates? Yeah, yeah. Like do you know what I mean? That yeah. sucks. Yeah. So it's a it's a message to him, I reckon. Can I play devil's advocate? Yep. Mm. Flip it on the other side. Is it poor coaching from Anthony Seabold and be. Manly's coaching staff? They're putting him in positions that he's either not equipped to do well at or putting him in positions that he shouldn't be playing in anyway. And then when he's not doing things that they're asking him to do that are perhaps unreasonable, then they're just dropping him out of first grade. I'm not saying that's it, yeah. but maybe in Josh's defense, maybe that's coming from the other side Yeah, as well. and, that, and that's maybe where Josh is maybe not mature enough to go, I don't want to do that. Yeah, true. You know, So he might not be mature enough and have the balls to stand up to mm. the coaching staff and say, oh, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. He Maybe he's just doing the best for the team, what he thinks and the yeah. coaches think are the best for the side. Because some people are like that. Mm. Some players are like that. He doesn't seem like an outspoken young no. man. Yeah. He seems like a guy who's pretty reserved and, mm. and... Introverted. Yeah, introverted and will do what they think is best for the side. Yes. So maybe that's what's happening as well. There's a lot of there's a lot to come with it, but the be- the best thing is you're going to get another half. You know, yeah. come, come in. Yeah. Um, he's bringing his Weber that uh, got given to him as well. <laughs> so that's a bonus. I don't think Manly have a barbecue oh, actually. Oh, that's outstanding. Well, they do Jeez, now. That was. I, oh my I don't know. Can this club not do anything <laughs> right? Mean. Yeah. What is doing there? Yeah. They've even engraved it. You know how much oil's going to get on that? <laughs> he's not going to see it. I it wasn't even a Weber. It was a, it was a beef eater. Well, or whatever it was. I yeah. cook every day on my barbecue. If I engraved mine. <laughs> I'm just fucking. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> Send me to the bush. Yeah. Like I'm not coming back. What? What are they doing? <laughs> so give the man bizarre. a ring or something. It's like so give him jewelry. It's just the most on brand thing ever, isn't it? That's that's ridiculous. And now their board members come out. I love that we're going to the yeah. Tigers. It just they come out and they're suing a podcast. Uh, a fan. Oh no. A fan. <laughs> are they really they're suing oh, man, a fan? Yeah. A, f- a fan for a West, podcast. West yeah, oh, podcast. No. I don't know what it is. But they're coming out and they're saying, oh, they're getting the papers ready. We're 
we're going to do this. What's his old mate oh, with the shit hat on? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're suing a bloke who literally spends their life supporting your club yeah. and they just have differing views to you. So, yeah, they are just yuck. in the toilet. Yeah, they, they, they need to... Like, their best thing that ever happened to them in the last couple of years was Abby Corusau's kick from the sideline yeah. the <laughs> last week. Yeah. Or them entering an NRLW team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your team. Yeah. You're wearing yeah. their colours today. Yeah. 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 I knew you'd convert. Like they're your daughters or something. <laughs> oh, oh, my yeah. Well, this is a bit of an accidental segue in here because the last point that I had to make here was they've signed Aiden Caesar. Is that a good signing for West Coast? Has that been confirmed? That, Apparently, yeah. yeah. Well, so I've uh, read. So, didn't, they, yeah. didn't he leave the NRL because he wasn't good enough? I love when yeah, this kind happens. Of, yeah. yeah, no, I'm no, no, I'm not, no yeah, qualms kind of, of, yeah. I'm not qualms about agency. I'm but assuming that he's absolutely starred in the Super League, though, because often been going well, those yeah. sorts of fringe halves go really well over there. Remember Michael Dobson that played for the Raiders? Mm-hmm. Hardly got a run. How and bad must the Super League be? Yeah, Brody, Brody, Brody Croft. Brody Croft. Yeah. Another, but he got Man of Steel. Yeah, it's, I mean, Jake Clifford's, Jake Clifford's another good example. I think he's going to kill it next year back at, New, uh, yeah, back he at North Queensland. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't ready a few years ago, yeah, but true. it's a perfect place for a young half to develop. Aiden Caesar, not a young half who needed to develop. No, I don't hate it, it but no. there's probably not many other better options out there well, for that them, was, is there? Oh, yeah, okay, so that's why I was asking, mm. is this the sort of halfback that a team like West Tigers should be targeting. I suppose they should just be targeting anyone, shouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, they've got um, Latu Fainu, who is obviously their plan yep. in the future, yeah. but he's not ready to lead a team around. Adam Dewey. And Adam Dewey's... I really oh, love Adam Dewey. But, but he's so injury prone. So injury prone. Like, I just feel so sorry for him. Yeah. Like, he just can't get a full year out. Yeah. And that is devastating because it looks like when he does play... He personally is hitting his straps yeah. by the team around him. Like, he might be another guy that needs to leave there. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, when 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 you have, you know, smoke, there's fire, and injuries at a club, when you keep getting them, maybe they're not giving him the right yeah. training, you know, regime. Mm. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else to see something different. I mean, it's just for him, I don't know, but he is a... You know, he's a star there and he's a... He reminds me of an old boy. the way he plays. Yeah, yeah. He's, center, he's a big, back, strong yeah. boy and we can see why he's in the NRL. Yeah. I don't know where the tie... If they come last next year, do mm-hmm. they get the arse? Jeez. It's a big oh, call, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what do they? What do we do with them? Oh. You can't have a side that comes last every, every year. year. Yeah. And you look you at the can't. teams around them, like, we can expect the – I'm certainly expecting the Dragons to improve with Shane Flanagan. Yeah, definitely. I'm expecting the Titans to improve with Desi. I'm expecting the dogs to improve once they get, get all a full their players, full yeah. strength squad. And and are we have we seen Benji being like I, like Benji's a, mm. like a friend of mine, but is it, it's it's like has Tim Sheen's really been running the ship mm. or has it been Benj? Mm. Yeah, like I, I don't. They've got they haven't really had a lot of injuries this year, mm. have they? No, no. It's like obviously Dewey, yeah. Brooks, like those those are pretty important um, players. Dane Laurie was their starting uh, fullback to begin the year. He's yeah. been injured. I He's mean, going yeah. back to Penrith. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't Peach go back there as well? Yeah. Now look at him. He's starting yeah, center for He's, He's in the centers for Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. Many, yeah. I don't know. My grandfather's a big West High, so I was my uncle. But I just – they're just wasting time mm. week in and week out. Like it's – they're ruining this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be sued by Care, the Careful, yeah. Lee Hadjip and Talis will there's, be coming yeah, knocking. Uh, there's areas yeah. on uh, on form on Sewing Podcasts. All right, let's move away from yeah, them. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, three teams are pretty much locked in the yes. top three. The yes, Panthers, the Broncos, and the Waz. How up the Waz. What is that? Yeah, yep. wow. One spot up for grabs there. Yes. And on the blog this week, Oscar, you sort of dug into the four sides that could win into yeah. the top four. Well, I did something similar a few weeks ago um, in terms of the road into the top eight. 
um, and made myself look pretty stupid because the Rabbitohs have gone off that road it's and okay, gone somewhere mate. else. We've all been there. But yeah, four teams vying for the fourth spot and the all-important second bite of the apple uh, in the final series. Melbourne, obviously, at the moment in fourth position. They're in the box seat to get there, 34 points, so two points clear of Canberra and Cronulla. Um, I wrote in the blog, it hasn't been, and we've spoken about this this year, hasn't been a characteristic season for the Melbourne Storm. Mm, yeah. I think a good exa- a good evidence of that is Marion Seve and young Tonomapea coming into the side in round 22. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Craig Bellamy knows the importance of combinations and cohesion, and I think that's a really good example of this being a different season for them. Mm. Even in a different season, though, they've still been there or thereabouts all year. Fourth now on the ladder. They're getting Ryan Pappenhausen back maybe this week or next. Mm. When you guys check, actually, if he's been named yeah, I can check. Um, in the squad or might not be out your role. Um, so, yeah, they've got the Titans this weekend, and then they head up to Brisbane to take on the Broncos in round 27. Um, they need to win both games to guarantee top four. I think they can still sneak in with uh, one win and rely on their 137-plus points yeah. differential. So, yeah, the storm of they're hitting their straps at the right time of the year, I think, especially their forwards. Yeah. Teamless have been pushed back. They're not out right now at the oh, moment. They're teasing us. Yeah, they are teasing us right oh, now. We'll come back to that. We'll be right. We'll be right. Uh, Cronulla in fifth. Four weeks ago, we talked about Cronulla being on the slide and out. Incredible. Um, a massive turnaround for them, particularly in defence. The numbers um, are stark. They've conceded just 9.3 points over the last four weeks uh, and scoring 31 themselves. There's a lot that goes into those numbers, but I think their dominance in yardage has been a big reason for that. Yeah. They've ran for an average 1,900 metres per game in the last few weeks, which is better than what Penrith averaged over a whole season, wow. and they're the best wow. yardage team in the comp. So they're dominating in field possession, uh, field position, um, which is restricting opposition try-scoring chances and then creating heaps more for themselves. They've had 10 players in the last three games one run for over 100 metres. Lord, 10 of 17. Lord, 10? Yeah. Compared to, you look at the Rabbitohs last week, I think there was three. Jesus. Um, so that gives you an idea of as incredible. A, as, a, as a unit, like collectively, they're winning their individual battles. Wow. They're earning better, more field position. And then Nico Hines and Connor Tracy's averaging 220 metres a game, mm. just relishing an extended opportunity in first grade. So, mm. yeah, really, really happy for the Sharks. We've talked a p- bit of shit about them this year, as everyone has, but they're putting away sides that we don't expect them to put away. So, mm. yeah, it's good to see for the Sharkies. Canberra. Amazing that they're in sixth position. I can't believe points. That. Like they they have flown under the radar. Mm. Have they not? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. I don't even I blinked and I was like, they're in fourth. Yeah. I had them sitting at like thirteenth or fourteenth. I I, 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 yeah. I mean I, I think I I think I had them ninth, but I didn't I didn't see them going this well. Yeah. Well, they've got an average winning margin this year of 5.3 points. Yeah, okay. So from 11 wins or whatever it is that they've had, averaging less than a try. Sneaking home. To, yeah. yeah, to sneak home. Um, for some context, you look at the numbers, like we said, they've got a minus 108 for and against at the moment. Yeah. Which is historically it's, it's uh, unseen yeah, or Yeah, if, you, if you've got a hundred minus 100, mm. historically you don't make the A. Mm. And they're sitting in fifth. Uh, sixth. Six. Yeah. That's incredible. There are incredible. six teams currently below them on the ladder who have scored more points this season. Yeah. What? And there are six teams, six other teams below them on the ladder who have a better defensive record. What does that record. say? <laughs> what does that say about it, the competition? It says it's tight, tight as. Tight as, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it just says like... Raiders have won a lot of games this year that they right. haven't won in the past. So you look yeah. at Jamal Fogarty's kicked two or three field goals to win games this season. Great player, but he doesn't consistently kick those field goals. No. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they've done a great job. Uh, I think it's a bit of a long shot for them to sneak in, but they are still the same – oh, a mathematical chance of sneaking in. And then the most mathematical of all is the bloody Newcastle Knights. 
who can still finish fourth if they win both games and if a couple of other results go their way. Imagine if the Knights finish the regular season in the top four. Yeah. The Knights. Be beggar's belief. Oh, wow. I mean, you wouldn't want to go and play a home final there. Yeah. No. That would Absolutely be hard. Not. It'd be hard. Yeah. Because the faithful down there at uh, Steel City, they'd be like, they're, they love it. they're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've been be- drunk all Better than Lego. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Week. Oh, yeah. The vendor's been happening <laughs> yeah. seven yeah. weeks yeah. now, yeah. I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. The pubs are running out of beer. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think, st- um, you know, statistically speaking, they're probably very unlikely to make the four from here. But of these four teams, they're playing the best footy right oh, now. If it, if it was an even race, I'd probably pick the Knights to finish ahead of Melbourne, Cronulla wow. and Canberra, which is just a wig out if you think about it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Caelan Ponger, I think, is in career best form. And similar to what I spoke about with the uh, with the Sharks, the Knights are winning a lot of the yardage battles at the moment, wow. dominating field position and, and possession. So yeah, it's a hell of a race into the top four. I think Melbourne will get there, but I won't be surprised if Cronulla maybe sneak in too. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. okay. What about the NRLW? We're pretty much halfway through the regular season there as well. Anything yeah, you want to touch just, on this? Just week? over halfway, yeah. yeah. Nine round season. We're up to round six. Um, NRLW's been going well in the open groups. Mm. We've hit on nine of the last ten NRLW games. I okay, get that. So if you're listening, punters, get into the Ned's open groups. I'm telling I'm everyone about open groups, like I've been telling everybody. Yeah. Hopefully they'll be get in there. Cashing in. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to be putting out a preview for round six uh, tomorrow, so on Wednesday. Um, but just want to give a couple of players a shout-out from round five. Jada Taylor came back for the Cronulla Sharks, the fullback. She's only 19 or 20. She's played three. Pocket rocket. She is a pocket rocket. She got shot out of a cannon. Did you watch that? Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's swinging out the back. I've seen this. Swinging out the back of shape just like a regular fullback would. Doesn't look like anything's on, and then she just explodes to life. Bit of footwork. Just makes the fullback look silly. Yeah. Like. Planted just didn't know where she was yep. going, and a, oh, like I don't think I could have tackled her. It was, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like she was that good. Mm. Really? She was that good. That's how yeah. that's how good that step she put on the fullback was. It's just, like her acceleration is In, just alarming. Yeah. Yep. Um, I talked about the Sharks last week, perhaps being a little bit better than their two and two or their one and three record suggests. Yeah. They won by 40 points in round five. Yeah, okay. Um, and Jada Taylor was super involved in a lot of their attacking actions. So it's great to see her back. Like I said, she's only very young. She's only played three or four NRLW games so far, but she's stamping her claim. Um, you know, there's some very good fullbacks in the game. Tamika Upton, um, Corbin Baxter's doing a really good job, Ivania Polite. But yeah, Jada Taylor's one to watch. A um, little bit nerdy areas, but I noticed the Par- Parramatta Eels who have been really struggling to start the year. They put on a really nice reverse block shape okay. on the weekend. So we got your normal block where there's a lead runner cutting in and the fullback sweeping out the back. And then I've talked about the fake block on here at times this year where mm-hmm. they hit the lead runner short and the lead runner turns and passes to the fullback. So you use both options. The reverse block, you set up in the same shape, but the lead runner actually goes out and the fullback straightens up. And so the Parramatta used their back row. I think her name's Mahalia Murphy, um, bounced out. She dragged the defender out with her, and then Abby Church was able to shoot into that space uh, created. So I liked seeing that from the Eels, whose attack's been pretty poor this year, but um, they're building. Taryn Aiken, who I've talked about a lot on this podcast, yeah. I mentioned maybe two weeks ago that she'll probably win the Dallium this year, and I can't imagine a world where she's not in the top three. Mm. Some of her, the variety of Aitken's involvements. The best comparison I can make to the NRL is what Cody Walker was doing in 2021. 
where on any areas of the field, she was producing some sort of triassis pass. She's killing it down the left edge with Isabel Kelly. She's sweeping over to the right, running herself, throwing Harbour Bridge passes over two defenders. Uh, she made a line break in her own half last weekend, looked around for support. She was too bloody quick for any of her teammates, so she's just kicked and chased and planted it down in the end goal. So Aiken's killing it. And then last but not least, Georgia Hale for the Gold Coast Titans. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, a defensive workhorse. She's mm. now made 243 tackles this year Jeez. for two misses. Two misses? In five games, that, she's yeah. averaging... That's a ludicrous stat. Yeah. That is a I ludicrous stat. I, I, will, I will happily say this and not embarrassed at all. I've never made 243 in my whole, whole life. <laughs> life, life. <laughs> like, I'm really? talking, I don't think so. Yeah, right. No. Okay, wow. That's... um. That is unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. yeah averaging 40 a game and 0.3 misses a game or something. So, yeah, she's killing it. Shout out Georgia Hale. Yeah. Uh, just um, there's no updates. It's the, been pushed back to all the team lists. I don't know why, but when it comes through, you'll be the first to know, gentlemen. With all the stats, trends, and betting you need to know, this is The Offload. Ryan's done us a real solid here. He could have just bailed without doing mm. anything. It is a mark of the bloke. Mm. Better than that, what Liam did. Yeah, absolutely. Have we got old mate? Have we got old mate back again? I forgot his name. Is that his name, Liam? Yeah, Liam. Yeah. I think he yeah, back yeah. next week. By all accounts, he's supposed to be back next week. Oh, so. he looks like he's gallivanting around Australia. He's at the, the zoo today. Right Which as one? we record right now, he's in Adelaide. So, oh, he fit right in there then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's one of the exhibits. Anyway, if you get out, Liam, we'll see you next week. Let's kick off with "Don't Argue Two. Game uh, two from the same. Oh, jeez. What a good start. I probably should have looked at this before we came. No, 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 no. This is great for us. (laughs) Don't argue. Two from the same game this week. Of course, it was the Warriors and Manly game. First, Dallin Wateni Zalesniak, a hat trick of tries against Manly. Let's go. It was $12.50 for a hat trick of tries there. I think that's that's a little bit short, to be honest. short. short. Yeah, well, he's now scored a try in 11 of the Warriors' last 12 games. He is just on fire. That one. One where me. he got the ball from Johnson and took it solo rather than just planting yes. it down on the sideline. Yep. It's one of the better tries that I reckon yeah. he scored in his career. Yep. It was absolutely he's, he's I always keep saying that he's the best finisher in the game. And you watch the stadiums where he's playing at, mm. the the corner where he scores is packed. Yeah. Full of fans. They know. Flocking there. They know. It's outstanding. He's yeah. a very, very good watch. Now they Cheer are <laughs> playing the Dragons on Friday night, the Warriors, and the last time they clashed, Dallin Wateni Zalesniak scored four tries. Yep. Oh, it's it's oh, happening again. Round 17. What's he got this week? Do you want to... Hey, what do you mean? What's, oh, what's the price? Don't yeah. have the price here, Ryan. No, so just bloody put it in next time, would gosh, you? Ryan. I like him for a double. Do you? Yeah, okay, yeah, right. yeah. Do you like... Do you want to revisit who you think will top the try scoring? Uh, well, I think list? it's... Is it tied now? Asako... Dallin and yeah, maybe Dallin, AJ. Dallin over the weekend, yeah. Yes. I think Dallin, I hope Dallin might get it from here. We'll Every see. run to the finish line is... So hold on, is, there, is, there, here, can I, is it the... Most try scored in a regular, regular season. season. Okay. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Same game. Yeah. Jason Saab <laughs> scored his own hat trick yes. all in the first half. Eighty-one dollars oh for a hat. He was. Daddy, was anyone on it? Eight punters. Yes. Oh. One bloke had twenty-five dollars into more than two thousand oh, dollars. No on the well Sorry to the open groups there, by the way. I put you would have seen this, yes. Oscar. I put a same game multi on in there, which was uh, Sea Eagles at the line. Yep. They should have won the bloody game. God yes. damn it. 
Uh, I think who was, was one it of the oh, no, it was Dallin uh, Watson he's yep. a Lesniak any time and then I hovered over Saab and I'm like no nah, I'm going to go Kohler here <laughs> granted Kohler was paying a little bit yeah, more that sure. was probably what tempted me in but yep. then Saab comes out and scores always go with I, your first instinct yes. should have yeah. Gerald never hover have. <laughs> Punches pals, Joseph Sualee, handy double against the Eels last mm, week, and that was mm. his first double of the season. Wow, actually. really? Yeah. yeah, wouldn't have expected that. Mind no. you, he did have a few dead patches there. Yes. Oh, he'll get on. plenty of the Dragons next year, don't worry. Sualee has now scored in five consecutive games with the Roosters as favourites. Okay. He's $3.20 to score two or more tries mm. this weekend. Okay. Interesting. Who that are the Roosters playing? Uh, Tigers. Tigers. Uh, yeah. Okay. I could do that. Mm. All right. Elisa <laughs> Katoa, crucial try-scoring double, both within five minutes of each other against the Dragons yes. last Saturday night. For whatever reason, he loves playing St. George. <laughs> Because everyone surely loves playing against the <laughs> yes. Because it's because it's Talatau Amone or Jaden Sullivan that he's running out. Yeah. Katoa has scored a try in four straight games against the Red V. Now eight dollars okay. forty for him to score two or more tries okay. this week. Greg Marsu, he has been yes. absolutely outstanding. None. One of the unsung heroes of the Knights, yep. in my opinion. I think he should get a call up to the Kiwis at the end of the year. But it's a bit of a stacked back line now, isn't it? Is he a Kiwi. He is a Kiwi. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't fit him. I'll in. say he made. He got. He looked. He made. Got made look very very good over yes. the weekend. Caelan Ponga made him yes. look well, I very, think very he's, good. He's you could, you could have scored his good. three tries. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If anyone yeah, does, settle down. And man. there's a lot of my son <laughs> could have scored, scored those three tries. I could have scored Dallin Wattenny's eleven yards really good <laughs> on the weekend. All right. Bad example. Wait, so you'd have him in on the Kiwi side? Yeah. yeah. Dallin and him. Well, yeah, I would pick Dallin. So and you're him. leaving out Mulatalo or Asako? Yeah, and okay. I have a feeling they'll try and shove Rapiner in there as well. Asako will stay because he'll be the goal. He'll be. They'll want him to. They'll need. Yeah, but yeah. good goal kickers are hard to find. So, if you reckon they'll pick a soccer? I reckon they will. Makes for a, a very interesting talent. test mm. match at the end of the mm. year, though, doesn't it? All right, Greg Marzu, first half hat trick of his. Oh, there was a lot of hat tricks there last weekend, wasn't there? A lot of hatties. Hat trick against South. Twenty one dollars he was to score Damn. that against South. What a great watch that was. Marzu has now scored a try in six of the Knights' last seven games. Makes sense. Most of that back line is scoring every week. If you're not first, you're last. Not a huge week for first try scorers other than the Titans game, of course. Cleese Haas, $51. Uh, and there were a few punters on it. Apparently, one, the biggest bet we had on that was $10. Okay. So the bike turned yeah. 10 bucks into 500 oh, That's nice. great. Don't hate that good at getting. all. Yeah, that's the kind of bet that I'll yeah. have putting on, to be honest. Me so. too, me too. Futures, there was a few firmers. Of course, the Sharks did get out to $51 at one point a couple yeah, of weeks wow. ago. Mm. They're back into $19. Oh, right? hell. After okay. that, Roosters, $67 into 51 after last week. And the Jeez. Knights, their firms continued too. Now, he's got 34 into 23. I actually saw before they're into $19. Wow. Knights. And one notable drifter last week. Can you guess who it was? Uh, the Rabbitohs, $14 okay. out to $34. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right, the incorrect groundings are the multis that lost by one leg. Yep. One of my favourite segments now, so I'm <laughs> glad that I can present it. $10 <laughs> well, into almost 14758 No. $14,000? $14, yeah, so it was $10 into what would have been. And you missed by one. Oh. Missed by one. It was a four-legger as well, and it was... Uh, so what he got, Aaron T. 
Oh, okay. So it's across different. Uh, it, it's different across codes. a few different codes. There's yeah. horse racing in here. Oh, well. I like that. So he, that is ballsy. He nailed Aaron T. Punters, I'll yep. tell you, I tipped that one in the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, Nets yeah. Racing Open Group as well. Aaron T to win race eight at Doomben. He was yeah. paying $6.50. He had Semi Valenai first, second, or third yeah. try scorer. Ooh. Ronaldo Militalo first half anytime try scorer. Wow. And he needed Scott Drinkwater to score two oh. tries. Oh, you got one. Did he get one? He did yeah, get one. Did get oh, one. That's yeah. pretty crook. Oh, yuck, yuck, crook. yuck. Well, that could have been $10 into 15 grand. <sighs> Bloody good odds. $2 into $82. Yeah. I like seeing this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a like survive. I'm not wanna eat, I don't want to eat noodles this week. That's what this is. Exactly. Well, what was exactly $41 was the Sharks to win by exactly 20 points. Wow, that is. Against the Cows. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm tipping that was the only wild. bet on that. In I mean, it's two bucks. Game, yeah. <laughs> $2, yeah, yeah, throwaway for, you know. Nice little steak down noodles. the pub. Yeah. yeah. $25 <laughs> into $1,675 was the oh. Warriors to win by exactly seven. What? Who is betting runs. on the Same person. Exactly seven. Yeah. Same person. He's used the 82. Try. He's what? taken 25 out of the 82. Yeah, you're right. There is. You can kind of pull this one apart. He's expected the uh, the try and then SJ to slot a fair goal at the end, which is exactly what happened. Man, so geez. you can see that one that materializing. Ten dollars into one thousand and ten dollars. Billy Burns to score two tries. Well, what? Well done. A hundred to one. Three punters were on. Wow. There's a great. There uh, there's a great meme going around on the socials. It's a. Um, it's a. What's his name? Billy Burns apology form, and you have to fill out the reasons why you wrote him off, <laughs> and like the reason. Yeah, yeah it's good. That's stuff. excellent. Good stuff. All right, Mad Multis twenty dollars into forty two thousand dollars. No. So this one lobbed seven leg same game anytime try score a multi on the Titans Panthers game. What? David Fafita, Dylan it. Edwards, Tom Jenkins, Liam Martin. Uh, Alofiana Khan, Pereira, Isaiah Yo, and Stephen Crichton. Where that, awesome. that is amazing. That's surely that's life changing. That's just the try scorers, right? That's anyone try else scorers. score on top? That's life changing. Yeah, mm. that is absolutely incredible. Hats off to that punter. You are the punter of the week. Let's nominate a punter of the week every week. Yeah. That, that guy. It's definitely not me. His oh, name was uh, Billy, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. O Panafet. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. Yeah. You would have heard about it by now. I don't think he'd be you, here. <laughs> you definitely would have heard here. about it if I hit that. <laughs> yeah, true. Finally, don't tell the Miso 12K Cowboys head-to-head versus the Sharks. Oh. <laughs> no. 10K. Oh, well, this is your problem. Betting on the Eels at any rate. 10K on Parramatta head-to-head against the Roosters. Leave me out of that. Why would you do that? $10,000 on the Bulldogs Tell head-to-head stop, versus Canberra. Stop, stop, stop. Top six side Canberra. Stop. And finally, Are they all sorry about Send that man some help. They're Find out like, who it is. These people would have to be on benders doing this. And <laughs> finally, Oscar gave half of his 42K back, 19K on the, the Rabbits <laughs> versus Newcastle. Uh, I was confident we were going to win last week, but I was not oh, that confident. We've done it. We've done it. We've done the offload. That was Whoa. easy. Three blokes that was the easy. offload. Liam, if you're listening, stay on holidays, yeah. mate. See yeah. you, mate. Yeah. We don't need you. <laughs> the Neds NRL Punting Podcast Multi. It's been a while since we backed a winner here, guys, and it's a bit of a slap in the face when we talk about how much green, certainly in the NRLW. Maybe we should Jeez. be going to the NRLW I, for multis. I almost 
went there this week, but okay. that's all right. Well, let's see how this one goes. Mm. We might need to. Well, certainly your leg, Oscar. Mm. Mind you, I mean, who's been falling over? It's been a bit of an even shit. Yeah, it's been, we've been I've fallen There's over never, a few It's times. not been one person. No, no, it's been no real standout. Been, Whereas on the AFL one, it's Dylan it's every single Dylan? week. So. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Well, frequently last year there was. Uh, I don't know a lot about AFL, but last year North Melbourne, I know, were coming last by. An absolute space, and one week he picked, he, he one, he tipped he them to like win forty plus or something like. This is the just, week, boys. This is the week. Absolutely ridiculous. Let's get back to the NRL, yep. the real sport, and let's kick off our multi with you, Gerald. Yeah, I've got I've, uh, doubled in the game down there at Amy Park in Melbourne against the Titans, yep. uh, and I've gone over. I think it's going to be a blowout. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. Um, I've gone over forty nine and a half uh, for that game. Imagine if Ryan Pappenhausen came back and scored multiple tries. Well, he did over the weekend for the Sunshine Coast Falcons. He scored three, didn't he? Uh, Two. No, he kicked a lot of goals. Oh, did he? he? I don't know if he scored this weekend. Oh, maybe he got three assists. He scored a couple since he Maybe he got three assists, maybe. But he's he's on. He's moving well. It would be really nice to see him back. And I think the right thing to do is bring him back at Amy Park. You don't want him traveling anywhere. You want him to feel comfortable for his first game back. It's been a long time. It's been over 356. It's a long time. Mm, So, I mean, we haven't got the team list still yet, but it would be nice to see him. Yeah, so I've gone 49 and a half in the uh, Titans take on the the Melbourne Storm. A standard quote there, Gerald, $1.90 for that all day Every day, good yep. start. I'm up second this week. The Roosters keeping their finals hopes alive yes. against West Tigers. Yep. I thought the 13 plus in this at a dollar 72 was really good value. Yeah, yep. I think they'll just come out and brain them. I don't think uh, West Tigers are playing for anything for the rest of the season. But I hope Sam Walker's back. Hey? They're saying Sam Walker might be back for the Chooks. Wow, which can help okay. your leg. Yeah, because they they're missing Teddy this week. Yeah, I think the fact that the He's Roosters are HIA. playing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I think the fact that the Roosters are playing Wests might help my leg yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, so a dollar seventy three two for me. Third up this week. We are going to our producer because we don't have anyone doing the betting segments, obviously. We need yep. four legs. And Richard, our producer, has yes. bet twice or three times on the mm. AFL podcast yes. and is yet to be defeated. All so right. we've Oof. drawn him. He's gone for the Broncos to win. Nice. $1.38. Like it. yeah, it's a nice, nice safe rich. leg. Yeah. And it's a nice. nice way to keep it alive. Thank you for that, Richard. Finally, Oscar, bring us uh-huh. home. I'm anchoring again. Uh, Sharks Knights, I've gone either team by 12 and a half or less. Yep. They're both jostling to finish higher up in the top eight. I think it's quite clear they'll both play finals footy this year. Um, both pretty much have full strength. I think it's going to be a cracking game. Uh, I'm not ruling out a field goal finish. So, yeah, one, uh, either team by less than 1 to 12. Easily the game of the round, that yep. one. I think yep. there's about five or six where it's a $1.10 favorite sure. plays against yeah, a yeah. $7.50 shot. And, uh, yeah, no, I absolutely love that leg as well. Okay, Gerald, over 49.5 points in the Storm Titans game, $1.90. I'm going the Roosters 13-plus over the Tigers, $1.72. Yep. Richard has gone the Broncos to end. Nice little... Dollar thirty-eight leg Beauty. there. Nice. They are playing the Raiders in the nation's capital, but uh, you know, mm. one nah, team's looking at a minor premiership. Aren't yeah, they? I think so. Okay. I totally understand that. Yep. Finally, Oscar, you are going either team by twelve and a half points or less yep. in the Knights Sharks game. Dollar yes. sixty-five for that. Not sure if I said it just yep. before. Those together, we're getting a seven dollar fifty. Yeah, nice. That's, this week. That's a good. Healthy we need one positive. back. We do need one back for the good guys. We're going to hit every week of finals. But, yeah, it'll be good to get yeah, one yeah, yeah. until we get there. A little yeah. bit of confidence going into the finals. You know, we just wanted to, you know, really make our run, you know, great towards the end. So we've been holding off all year, punters. So stay with <laughs> and us. And here it is. All right, punters, I'm going to put that one straight in the NRL open group for your convenience. Otherwise, from Wednesday morning, it will be built for your convenience at neds.com.au or on the Neds app. 
that time of the week already. Where has the last 50-odd minutes gone? Flowing. Flowing. Yeah, well, it's, you know, things move faster in a threesome. Yeah. You know, yeah. So I've learned today. Yeah. Sometimes slower. Oh, yeah. Sometimes faster. <laughs> Didn't know I had the prowess to pull it off, but here we are. <laughs> oh, don't say that too many times. <laughs> giggle, giggle. Give giggle. us your final thought, Gerald. Well, I think, look, we've been there's been a lot of chat about them over the year, um, and we do like to jump code a little bit here and there, but mm. just want to say a massive congratulations to Matilda's number four in the world, yep. uh, previously number 11 in the world. Mm. So it's a big jump. Um, to finish fourth in the world, uh, you That's know, like we a Knights NRL yeah, twenty three jump, pretty much. Yeah. Um, to ho- more impressive, yeah. <laughs> to host the World Cup, I still even remember, you know, three years ago when um, it was at the Opera House, uh, where they were all sitting at the Opera House and they were waiting for oh, the, yeah. uh, the, announcement. the the announcement of yeah. where the next World Cup would be, and yep. you know, here we are, and yeah, I, I just think they did a great job. Um, in getting there, I mean, it's a, it's tough to beat a lot of those people in the world and and to set yourself up um, for a, for a grandstand finish. So happy England didn't win it, yes. which is great. Um, so yeah, I, I just want to say a big congratulations to them and a big congratulations to um, Nikki Webster as well. Yeah. Who, uh, yeah, strawberry yeah. kisses. Yeah. Not not so much big congratulations to her singing though, because. It was shocking. It wasn't. Wasn't. It, was, it, was, it, wasn't yeah, it wasn't that great. It wasn't that great. Like, and sh- maybe she was just really excited. Yeah. <laughs> but look, if she could bring back another rendition of like a techno version of Strawberry Kisses, a bit more auto tune. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Then it might be good. So, but congratulations <laughs> to the Tillies. To be fair, I think the difference between that song being recorded when she was twelve years yeah. old, true, and and then perform when she's in her mid thirties. Is she mid thirties? Yeah, yeah, she would be. I think she's actually a year or two older than you and I. Yeah. Well, you know what. Oh, that's funny you said because I was at Blue Light Discos I was dancing yeah. actually I was playing Tiggy I wasn't dancing <laughs> just, just, what touch, a just touching people in the most impro- not inappropriate oh my god oh, yeah. let's move on Oscar what do you got for us I think we've got our name for the podcast Oscar what have you got uh, I'm going to give a shout out to back to the NRL Will Warbrick oh, I think yeah. has had a hell of a debut year in the mm. NRL first time playing I'm sure he's played some rugby league before but first time in, in the top grade um, he was very raw when he when the, the year started you could tell he's got the, the physical attributes, but he was still learning his craft. Mm. I think some of his footy over the last month has been, he's up there with some of the best wingers in the comp. He's strong in yardage, good aerial target. Some of his finishes have been Dallin Wateni Zelezniak-esque. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's Craig Bellamy's done a hell of a job uh, bringing Will Warbrick into Big first Big career grade. for him. He's got a long way to go. He does. He's quite young, isn't he? Yeah, he's very young. Three or something? Yeah, so. He's a pommy, isn't he? No, no, he's, he's, he's a Kiwi. Kiwi. Yeah, I thought he was a yeah. Kiwi. Yeah. Um, what happens in the storm back one when Pappenhausen it's comes a great back question. in and if he's fit? It's a great headache. Yeah, I mean, I like, it's not a bad thing. Meany. Meany 14, I think. Yeah, I think That's going to have to be what it is. Meany you know? goes to the bench. I mean, yeah. You can't not pick Olam. You can't not pick Remus. Well, no, well, Olam's, Olam's, Olam's been Olam's dropped. Olam's Gonski's He got Gonski's two weeks ago. Okay. And I feel sorry for whoever died. Club, I think. Whoever, whoever died um, got tackled by him. Uh, Tweed Seagulls versus Jesus. Sunshine Coast Falcons when he Some, got dropped back. Right? And they got Somebody come get him. Yeah, right, okay. So he's going to a new club, is he? So we'll see him in a West Tigers jersey. Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, the Bronx the Bronx are chasing a, a centre at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Looks okay. Okay. yeah, it does look okay. So yeah, shout out Will Warbrick. Yep. Okay, what do you want to call it? I'm thinking perhaps barbecuing alone in, uh, in oh, honour of the... Uh, yeah, <laughs> the I think it has to be. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty like good. That. When the, did you come up with that? The great James Lamey, James Maloney. I just thought for some reason my mind immediately went there. <laughs> well, we've gone, we've barbecue. talked about threesomes say, yeah, and barbecues, so, yep. and you were talking about pulling things. Whatever. It's all lining up, isn't it? All right, punters, thanks for listening. 
listening to Barbecuing Alone. <laughs> Enjoy the footy this weekend. That's where I'm going now. Having a bet. Always remember it's a gamble responsibly. Thanks for listening to the Ned's NRL Punting Podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.